Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. I hope that all of you are keeping well, that you are eating your vitamins, that you are exercising, that you are eating nice, clean, healthy food. Uh, but more than anything, I hope that you are immersing uh, yourself in the things of God, in the teachings of God, that you are experiencing the move of the Holy Spirit in your life. Uh, what many call rejuvenation and that is this sense of uh, joy, peace and hope uh, percolating to the surface uh, above the things in life that weigh you down. Uh, This sense of fullness of joy, abundant life that is only found in Christ and I pray that that is something that you experience on a daily basis. Well, uh, many of you uh, would know that I have been on a journey of trying to exercise more, you know, and I call it a journey because, you know, sometimes I take detours, sometimes there's U-turns, sometimes I just stop and lie down, but uh, it is a journey and so I'm trying to be better at exercising regularly. And I started off this journey with doing a lot of uh, stuff in the gym. I would carry really heavy weights. But uh, recently I've transitioned to doing uh, more cardio stuff, uh, high intensity interval training or a HIT. And I signed up for a package with a franchise uh, studio called uh, F45. Now F means fitness, I believe, and 45 is 45 minutes. So 45 minutes of pure awesome fitness torture uh, and I try to go to a class or two uh, every day. Now the idea behind high intensity interval training is uh, that there are intervals. That means uh, simply put that you work for a certain amount of time and then you rest for a certain amount of time and then you begin work again. And so this studio that I'm part of, there are TV screens spread across uh, all, all, all around the studio and uh, there'll be someone on the screen that shows you the exercise that you need to do, but there's also a timer on the screen, right? And the timer would would start rolling even as everyone starts beginning exercise, and you can watch the timer go down from like 45 seconds all the way down to zero. And so as you're working out, your eyes are most of the time just fixed on that clock and just watching that timer go all the way down to zero, and then there's rest, good solid rest on the other side. And so I love that clock to death. Now, what I'm about to say next might take this podcast in a drastically different direction from where it began. But I'd just like for you to just lean into it and just just roll with me for a second here. Um, You know, I'm sure many of us are well aware of this fact that we all live our lives on planet Earth with somewhat of a countdown clock. That is to say, at some point, we will die life on earth will cease and we would die and god willing we would be with him in glory we will all die one day and i think that is the inevitability of life those who live will experience death at some point we all have a countdown clock and i think you know uh in this time even as we uh, hear about stories and see uh, the stuff on the news of people succumbing to the virus and uh, we, we thank God uh, for his grace, mercy and kindness of our nation that we don't see uh, near the amount of deaths that some nations are witnessing and experiencing as a result of the virus. Now this moment serves as a time where we are even just reminded of our own mortality that someday, somewhere down the road, we will die. 
it could be 30 to 40 years down the road uh, because of old age and we slowly succumb to death. It could be uh, three uh, weeks from now um, contracting COVID-19 and dying because of the virus. It could be three days from now, three hours of now, uh, whatever have you know, death comes for all of us and we can rarely predict it. That is the fact of life. And so even as we consider our mortality in this time, um, I think it does us good to ask ourselves some very fundamental questions. Uh, with this threat of death that is looming uh, at our doorsteps that's very real, very apparent, uh, what comes to your mind and what are some feelings that comes to your heart even as you consider your own death, even as you consider the possibility of leaving uh, at some point in your life? Are you filled with feelings of assurance, of joy, of knowing that you will be reunited with the Savior, that you will see Him face to face? Or are you filled with feelings of fear, of regret, of uh, anxiety you know I, I and i don't mean to say that it has to be one or the other i think we will have mixed feelings but what is the dominant emotion that rises to the surface of your heart even as you consider the possibility of dying are you ready to die are you prepared to die will you embrace death well and i think of this uh passage of scripture that is found in Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. And we find it in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verse 6 to 10. And I think this is a really important passage of scripture for us to read, to visit, to meditate upon, to consider, even as we reflect and consider our own mortality and the inevitability of death. Death comes for all of us and we want to die well. Here's what. Paul writes to the church of Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. He says this, Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Now notice in Paul's writing, he draws a distinction between life in the body or I would uh, elaborate to say the physical body and life away from the body, meaning being in heaven, being at home with the Lord. And Paul then, you know, in this text states his preference that he prefers to be away from the physical body and at home with the Lord. In many ways, he's actually in saying in the essence that he would prefer to die, to be free from this physical body and to be at home, to be in heaven, to be with the Lord. And Paul adopts this cheerful, joyful attitude with regards to physical death that it is in many ways a form of gain that he gets to be at home with the Lord. We see this idea being played out even in his letter to the church in Philippi where he says to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now a question I'm sure many of you are asking is what 
possessed Paul to be so convicted and almost compelled to embrace death, physical death, with such joy, with such hope, with such anticipation. We get a a bit uh, of an insight to it by reading uh, the text again. He says this in verse 9, So we make it our goal to please Him, knowing that we will die. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. Verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done well in the body, whether good or bad. And here Paul exposes what happens or what he believes would happen when we die. When we die, we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and our lives will be judged for the things that we did, whether good or bad, and we will receive what is due to us. So Paul says that his life, in view of that life after death, is to make it his goal, his mission, his obsession to please God. In this life and Paul isn't so much just consumed or caught up with life on earth but his eyes his vision is set on a life beyond life on earth and I wonder how many of us actually think that way that we that the things that we do in life our actions our deeds our thoughts our inactions actually has some form in some manner of an eternal repercussion that we are will be accountable we will be answerable for our decisions or indecisions while on earth. And I think for Paul, he looks at death with such great earnest anticipation because he knows that there is good for him. There's good coming to him on the other side because he has sought, he has made it his life's goal, his mission to please God. And I wonder for us, you know, I think myself included, when I think about death and that fear, that apprehension, that worry that surrounds death, leaving earth, whether how much of that is actually due to a sense of uncertainty, of not knowing whether there is good or bad installed for us on the other side. Now, for some of you, this might be a really, really uncomfortable thought. This idea of dying, this idea of considering life after physical death. It is uncomfortable, it is tough, It is unpleasant to think about that for the most part, but it is so important and crucial and vital for you to have that internal conversation in your heart, to have that conversation with God, to ask this serious question because there is so much at stake here, right? It is eternity that is at stake. And it will do us extreme good to ask this important question. Is there good for me on the other side? Have I lived a life that pleases Him? Have I built my life on things that are fleeting, on things that will fade away? Or have I built my life upon eternity? Do I build and live my life with eternity in mind? Paul writes this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. He says this, For our liked affliction, or suffering, if you will, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. 
Now, even as I record this podcast and I look around my own room, I, I, I see stacks of books that I've bought, that I've read through, that I love. I see uh, awards and accolades that I've received from uh, accomplishing different things. I see possessions that I own that I'm able to afford because I have a job and I earn money. I'm able to purchase these things. But Paul in that text that we just read seems to suggest that these physical things are temporary. They don't last. They are fleeting. They will disintegrate. They will come to nothing at some point. But it is the things that are unseen that bear an eternal weight in glory. And isn't that so true? It is in those moments of quiet trust and surrender to God It is in those moments where we love a person uh, in our own secret, uh, non-flaunting way. Nobody knows what we did. It is in those moments of trust and obedience to God, even in moments where we don't understand, even when it costs us a lot. These moments, these times of hiddenness, of unseenness, these moments are what bears weight in eternity. And in this moment in time, even as many are fighting to preserve, to lay hold of, to keep what is physical, seen, and what we believe is fleeting and will come to nothing in eternity. As believers, as Christians, we consider the things that truly matter, the things that truly hold weight in eternity. And we live our lives not hoarding, not trying to preserve and hold on to our life on earth. But we seek for our lives to please Him. Just as Paul says in that text, we make it our goal to please Him. And when we live lives that look like that, that pleases God, that makes His pleasure our priorities, we will find that this idea of death being confronted with our mortality no longer becomes a subject that carries with it fear, panic, anxiety, and regret. But we welcome death with open arms, knowing that there is good, there is pleasure, there is glory in store for us on the other side. And so in this time, even as we consider this and consider the state of our own soul, I'd like to invite us to a posture of quiet, of contemplation, of asking the Spirit to search our hearts and to reveal the state of our internal being, even in the midst of this crisis, even as we hear about deaths. Is our heart filled with fear or is it filled with great assurance? Let's ask for the Spirit to speak to us. I hope that you experience the Spirit in this moment, that He has begun to reveal some things in your heart. And what I'm going to do in this moment is I'm going to close off with prayer. But, um, you know, my prayer is that this question will sit on your heart even as you navigate through the rest of the day. 
that this won't be a moment that simply passes by or one of those, just one of those fleeting things but you would feel the weight and the importance of this question that demands to be answered uh, for the, your, the entirety of your, your day and that the Spirit of God will lead you into truth, will give you grace and in His mercy and His kindness, He will speak to you lead you and direct your paths even as you endeavor to live a life that pleases him. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for this moment in time that we get to ask these deep questions. God, uh, we thank you for your spirit that is in all of us, that leads us, that guides us, that speaks to us. God, we pray where there are areas in our lives that does not please you, where we have erected or built or accumulated stuff in life that is temporary, that's fleeting, that does not bear weight in eternity. God, that you speak to us about these areas in our lives and where we can direct our resource, our time, our effort and energy to contributing to your kingdom, to pleasing you. God, we ask that you lead us, that you guide us, that you speak to us in regards to these areas. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We ask that you lead us and guide us for the rest of our day. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, guys, I know that this is a heavy, heavy, heavy episode, but it's such an important question that needs to be answered. And I pray that God's spirit will be upon you, that he will speak to you even today. Have a good day at work. Grace and peace. Hey. Thanks so much for tuning in to the daily podcast. We will have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.